Sales is King, episode Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sales is King. I am Dan Sixsmith. I am your host, and I believe that sales reps and sales leaders are at a crossroads in 2018. They're in danger of being disintermediated and displaced. And if they do not transform themselves, they will fall victim the way other companies have done so, the blockbusters, the sports authorities, and others. So, Sales reps can choose one of two directions. Embrace the new requirements. Embrace what buyers are looking for today. Change their style. Add new skills and become a top flight seller. Or they can choose to cling to their old ways and watch their sales numbers decline. Similarly, sales leaders need to change their skills. They need to be great coaches. They need to be great leaders. They need to be more than just pipeline managers. And they, too, have faced a crossroads. And that's what we talk about in this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please reach out to me and let's get acquainted. Dan.Sixsmith at gmail.com. Hey again, everybody. Welcome to Sales is King. Dan Sixsmith with you. How's everything going? And today we're going to talk about a surprising weakness for salespeople, according to some recent research. This weakness, according to this particular group, which is called the Objective Management Group, and I've referred to these guys before, they do a lot of research around salespeople and their strengths and weaknesses, and it's really critical in this time of um, changing dynamics and changing skill sets. And they talk about one major thing that is holding salespeople back across the board, and it's surprising because it's, it's, it's a quality that we have thought of for years as being important to the success of salespeople. And what the research is now showing at that is that this quality, this trait, is actually now becoming a weakness and it's becoming a detriment. And that quality is the need to be liked or striving to be liked by your prospect or by your customer. And, you know, in the old days of sales uh, in my career and for much of my career, um, we kind of based it on, you know, trying to get the customer to like you trying to get the prospect to like you. Um, and in the pre-digital era, that was extremely important, right? We did a lot of dinners and golf and parties and, you know, liquid lunches and whatever, 
you know, and um, that stuff uh, just doesn't matter as much anymore as we've seen. Um, prospects and customers and clients are looking for the right information, the right solution. Uh, they're going with the salesperson that provides the greatest experience, the greatest customer experience, not necessarily somebody that they happen to like. Um, and that's what the research is showing, and that's what we're going to get into today. So let's get into the numbers a little bit and what this uh, study talks about. Um, particularly in complex sales um, and long cycle time sales, um, if you're in this type of process in sales where um, you're required to be more consultative, uh, the study is saying that the need to be liked um, is uh, extremely detrimental. And if you look at some of the statistics, um, you're going to see that uh, the need to be liked is getting in the way and hurting your performance. Um, if you're in an account management role, not so much. Um, account managers... Uh, the need to be liked is not as dramatically impacting. But if you are in a producer role, a hunter role, um, the need to be liked is hurting you. So let's go through a little bit of it. Um, the salespeople were rated in a number of categories, and their scores ranged um, and skewed much better if – they did not care about being liked. Let's cover a few of them. Um, number one, a consultative seller competency. Okay, how good are you at being a consultative seller? Um, the average score when you when the need to be liked is there is thirty eight percent. The average score when you don't need to be liked is fifty four percent, a forty two percent improvement when you do not need to be liked. Um, your competency in terms of being rejection-proof, right, um, which is a big one in our space. Um, 73% when you need to be liked, 91% when you don't need to be liked, a 25% improvement. Next category, how well are you doing as a hunter? Uh, in this particular study, the salespeople that needed to be liked scored 67%. Those that did not need to be liked scored 84%. How about value selling? 55% if you need to be liked. 69% if you really don't care about being liked. Um, reaching decision makers. 43% um, only when you need to be liked. And a score of 63% if you don't care about being liked. Negotiation, 42% versus a 56% if you don't need to be liked. Um, so those are a few of them. There are a couple of others. So it comes down to the, the, the salespeople that don't really need to be liked are scoring 47% higher, um, particularly in their ability to reach decision makers. You know, um, which is so critical today. Another telling piece of information here is that salespeople who don't need to be liked are also 51% more likely to close opportunities in their pipeline. 
critical. For those who need to be liked, they're going to start running into problems with having the difficult conversations uh, to differentiate yourself from everyone else. Um, you're going to run into issues identifying the prospect's compelling reasons to buy, right? Um, being more consultative, asking those key questions. Um, so these salespeople that need to be like, they don't ask those key questions sometimes, the difficult questions, because they're worried that uh, what's going to happen is it's going to cause the prospect to now not like them. And think about these personalities now when you're out there hunting, right, trying to find prospects, which is so key today. Um, those personality types that don't need to be liked are scoring 25% higher because they're rejection proof. The ones that need to be liked take it very, very seriously when they're rejected and don't reach out as much because they don't want to be rejected. The thing that I don't like about this article and about this study is that it basically says like, you know, here's the information and uh, have a nice life, you know, or um, it's going to take you a long time to overcome this and you're going to need training and coaching. And, you know, I completely agree. You're going to definitely need uh, training and coaching. But uh, I want to go a little deeper into this um, because I think there's a lot that's certainly um, left out of this study, and I want to kind of pursue this a little bit. So, you, you know, um, so so what do we do? You know, so do we think that um, suddenly being an asshole is the right thing to do? Um, certainly not. You know, certainly not. Um, I think what it's telling me is that um, while we may not need to be liked, uh, we definitely need to be respected, right? So we should be seeking respect um, versus um, being liked. I think when we seek respect, uh, we'll approach these conversations, we'll approach our actions um, in a little more of a thoughtful way. We'll focus more on the business. We'll focus more on the prospect and trying to help them and trying to solve their issues um, versus focusing on us, right? Um, and that's one of the biggest uh, transitions that salespeople are trying to make today. Um, in the old way of selling, we focused on, on our company, on our uh, products, our solutions. Um, <clears throat> today, we're starting with the prospect. We're starting with the challenges. We're personalizing. And that, to me, that approach, going into a meeting saying to yourself, how can I help this person, is going to shift the focus away from you and your need to be liked. Um, it's going to focus on how you can help um, and how you can develop the respect of the prospect. The way you develop the respect is by going in, researching, and I've talked about this ad nauseum in these podcasts, but researching, preparing, going online, collecting information about the company, about their issues, about the individual, about their background. You definitely want to make an emotional connection of sorts with the prospect. Um, you can do that by uh, demonstrating that you have a subject matter expertise in your product or solution area, but that you also understand the prospect issues and challenges. You ask thoughtful questions, and you come up with potential solutions. And you also demonstrate that you've done this successfully. You have solved this problem for numerous other clients. And you come in with credibility and respect. When you come in focused on yourself, um, I think it's hard to... Um, 
you know, get away from that need to be liked because you start thinking about how am I acting? You know, how do I want to approach this? Um, and I, I think it might lead us to be not as authentic um, as we can possibly be in these engagements. So I, I think the study is incredibly helpful because, um, you know, without question uh, in sales today, you know, we need to have uh, a thick skin because we're constantly putting ourselves out there. Uh, there's always a chance that we're going to be slapped down um, and rejected uh, in not such a nice fashion either. There's always a chance, you know, so we have to be courageous, you know, and we have to expect that there are going to be potentially some embarrassing uh, issues, um, you know, some sometimes when we ask for something or put something out there that the customer is going to reject. And again, they're not rejecting you personally. You know, this is something that's written extensively. They're not rejecting us personally. They're rejecting the offer. They could be rejecting the timetable. James Muir, who we had on this program, uh, in the perfect close. You know, we talk about um, working into the close by asking about, you know, is the timing right? Um, and if the timing isn't right, they're rejecting the timing. And you can ask them, you know, what, what the appropriate next steps would be. So, you know, um, there's a lot to learn in sales today. There's a lot of psychology behind it. Uh, I think this study is exceptionally helpful because I think what it says to us is, you know, we have to focus on helping. We have to focus on the prospect, on the customer. Um, we have to be thinking about how we can help them versus how we can help ourselves versus we want them to like us. Uh, the digital sales process um, does not value likability the way the pre-digital sales uh, process used to. Likeability is, in my opinion, far down the list. Um, it's really about uh, customer experience. It's about solving problems. It's about finding problems. You know, a uh, great new book, Gap Selling, from Keenan is out. I want to get it. I haven't read it yet. But, you know, it's all about creating a problem and finding the gap, you know, between what that problem is costing them today, you know, and then what it would be benefit-wise for you to solve the problem. The bigger the gap, uh, you know, the more money you can make, the greater the chance that the prospect is going to need to move forward with you. So we'll keep it short for today. I think this was a good study. I wanted you guys to know about it. I wanted you guys to know that um, this need to be liked is a problem. Uh, it's showing up in the numbers. It's, it's uh, impacting sales performance in a number of different ways. And it goes kind of counter to what some of us who have been around a long time have traditionally thought about success in sales. Um, the key today is to not so much worry about yourself and how you're being perceived, but to worry about or focus on the customer issues and challenges, to look, to look for respect more so than likability. Peace.
Could I hit you? Can hear 